Welcome back to another episode of Be Beautiful Adaptive Warrior. I'm your host, Angie Huser. It's that time once again to unleash the warrior within you. Are you ready? Well, hey everyone, I told you this week I would have a a special location that I'm at and um, this may be a short podcast um, as I'm outside and it's very cold here. Um, I am, I'm in Park City. I'm in Utah today, this week. And um, the idea was to come and go skiing. As you can see, there's some snow, but most of the mountain is brown. So that's so sad because we wanted to come and ski as a family. Um, but I thought, you know what, what better, um, what better day than today to um, discuss managing expectations on this podcast. Um, I've been wanting to talk with my assistant, uh, process assistant, uh, David, about managing um expectations um, because he sees it from a process point of view where he sees many people come in through his office and he also sees it as an amputee and he understands what it's gonna be like so I thought well you know what I'm gonna get started and I'm gonna just kind of work on it because you know what this was an expectation of mine so you can kind of see the people there are some skiing down this main r- ribbon um, but, you know, being an, I'm not a new skier, but I'm a new amputee skier. And I ski with one ski and outriggers. And um, quite frankly, that's still um, a learning curve to that and a balance technique. And there's not really a base of snow yet. It's all man-made here right now. They haven't had any uh, major snows to really fill up the area. As you can tell by all the brown mountains, you can see where all the ski, uh, ski runs are supposed to be. And so my expectation was to come and ski, and then I had to decide, well, okay, and I do skiing, one, because I enjoy it, two, I love the challenge, and three, it is an amazing exercise, (laughs) especially one leg, um, and using outriggers. My arms are usually exhausted by the end of a ski uh, session. But um, instead of just sitting around and going, well, that sucks, you sit there and you go, you know what, I need to be flexible, I need to roll with the punches, and I am going to now um, get out and I'm going to hike. And it's something that I've never done here at a ski resort because we always come to ski resorts to ski. We've never come to just enjoy the mountains. And so, um, you know, I just thought this is a great time to talk about expectations because my expectation was to ski. And as much as it does cause some anxiety, because all challenges should, if it's challenging you hard, Um, and to work hard and there are certain fears that you have to overcome to become better um, you should have a little anxiety um, that goes with it but I went hiking my husband and I went out yesterday and we did um, an awesome trail up and I've always always wanted to do a trail through the mountains that we've skied and so we did just that we were on Silver Spur yesterday we crossed over Silver Spur and a couple others 
Um, got up into the amazing forests here, watched the trees change from um, one type to the next, and they were just gorgeous. There was um, so many aspen trees, and um, just then we started seeing some oak, and then we finally got up into the pines, which was really cool. So when, you, when you're an amputee, or anybody for that matter, but when you're an amputee, you know, you have certain expectations. You might get into your appointment and you really want to have um, everything fit and work right. And I will tell you right now that even though I'm um, in my best fit that I've had in a very, very long time, it is not without some issues. I've been rubbing raw on the back of my femur, bottom portion where it was cut and um, I can feel it kind of bruising the bone there a little bit. And um, I also have been hitting a nerve. It doesn't cause sharp pain, but it's been a nerve that actually creates a lot of burning and vibration in my foot while I'm using my leg, but intensely once my leg comes off and the pressure is released, it almost like floods. So when I talk about managing expectations, I really mean that you need to know that, you know, it's not gonna, you're never gonna find a perfect fit. You're just never gonna find a perfect fit. It isn't your leg. It shouldn't be perfect. Perfect was what you had before any injury or any problem happened to your leg. And that was God made and that was meant to be your leg. But when you're putting on anything foreign, any foreign object to your body and attaching it somehow, any way you do it, through osseointegration or a socket, a liner and a socket, a pin, whatever, it's not gonna be your leg. It's, and there's gonna be issues. So I have seen lots of people ask questions on social media about, you know, I'm trying to decide if I should amputate. Um, I wanna be able to get rid of these problems. Is it better? Well, the knee problem that I used to have is much better. <laughs> I don't have that, but I have other problems now because of prosthetics, you know, between fittings and sizings and changing shape in my leg and, and everything. So you, you, can't, you can't decide it based on thinking everything's gonna be perfect once you amputate or, you know, once you get that new socket. But what you can do is go in with reasonable expectations. Know that it's not gonna be the perfect fit, but it's gonna be pretty darn close. And you have to know the difference and that only comes with experience. I've had enough sockets to know that right now I'm in one of my best sockets I've ever had. A lot of that is because my weight has finally leveled. I'm not changing weight. My shape after almost three years, December will be, December 18th will be three years for me on my amputation. And, um, you know, my, my shape of my, my residual limb is probably getting to a point where it's done changing. So I am now at a place where I can sit there and say, you know what, this is one of my best fits. Is it perfect? No. Um, I got through my hike yesterday. We did about four miles yesterday through very aggressive ups and downs. And, um, and it was a very tough, um, a tough, hike for me by the time I got done and then we walked around downtown Park City I was exhausted and beat up and tired and sore but I felt good because I had done my workout and I had done what I wanted to do so you know you take the good with the bad 
and you um, just hope for the best, right? Now, when you go into your prosthetist's office, you know, some of those things, there, there's, I don't know how to explain it, but there's, there's a way you've got to act and a way you've got to be and a way you have to, you know, it, I, I've always wanted to empower you because not all prosthetists are equal. Not all are going to be the same. Not all are going to have the same empathy. Um, and not all are going to work the same way because of the way their business works. Some have a business model and they have to stick by it. So if you go to a big corporation um, prosthetic uh, prosthetist office, like um, something that's a big company that's found nationwide, they have certain protocol that they have to go by. And so um, if you go someplace like that, you may not get the same service where the one I go to, uh, Randy and David at the Limb Center here in Phoenix, they own their own place and they run it the way they want to run it and the way they want to run it is under their terms to make sure that their patients feel great and they'll do whatever it takes and sometimes it takes thousands of meetings i feel like i've been at randy and david's office thousands of hours over the last three years um but if i ever ever have a problem i can reach out to them at any given time and just say i need to see you and they, they let me come in and they make the changes necessary as quickly as they possibly can. Some are in-house changes that can be done right away and then some need to be worked on. So with that being said, you also have to know if your prosthetist is giving you his best, then you need to kind of meet him halfway. So it's really hard. Like when I think about giving people advice on how to find the right prosthetic uh, prosthetist, and, and what they should experience. Every experience is totally different and everybody's pain threshold is different. Um, I believe mine is a lot higher. I went through five years of surgeries and pain and, um, and PT and you know trying to push my limits so, for so long that um, you know, I think my pain threshold just was heightened. You know, I, was, I was getting adapted to pain. So I can deal with certain things. There's certain things that I deal with. Like I said, my leg right now is just buzzing and, and, and numb and it's warm feeling. Um, I would say it's a pan, phantom uh, sensation, not a pain. But over time, if that continues, yeah, it becomes painful feeling. But based on what I have already experienced in the last couple of years, I'll take it. You know what I'm saying? Like I will take this. So you have to know with your expectations where you want to be. If you want to be completely pain-free as an amputee, forget it. It's just, it's not going to happen. You know, you might feel like you're at the best that you can be, but you're going to eventually have times when it's just not working the way you want it to work. And so when that those times happen, you have to ask yourself, is it the fit? Is it the um, quality of my service? Or is it something I can overlook and work through and push past? You know, if it's hurting you and making a, a difference in your leg, like if you're getting sore spots and stuff, then of course that's not the right thing. But like when I talk about I have to deal with the numb and the burning, I'll deal with that. I, I, I don't care. Um, that's something I can handle. That's something I've been dealing with for a while now. But compared to what I've dealt with, I know I can do this. So a lot of this isn't about norms, and I've talked about that before. There's no such thing as norms. I hate when people use, is this normal, is this normal? There is no normal when it comes to um, 
your pain is an amputee. Your pain is your pain, your fit is your fit. And so you have to know your body and yourself enough. So, you know, I tell you, I use distraction a lot, but I also am very introspective. I always pay attention to what I'm feeling and what might be causing it. So yeah, I was really in pain yesterday. My back and my femur was bruised, but um, I went hiking four miles and with an, eleva ele uh, ugh, an elevation change of about 1200 feet. So it was extreme, um, two miles up and two miles down. That's, that's gonna bruise me. Now, when I put my leg on today, I didn't feel any bruising. So it was more just, I was tender yesterday from beating it up. So I have to know that and I do pay attention to that. I don't distract myself so much that I don't know what's good and what's bad and what's causing what. I make sure that I make mental notes. Sometimes I even write down notes and that's always a good practice is, hey, you know what? When I did this, this happened and this is where the pain is. Sometimes you could take a picture I remember before my TMR surgery, Dr. Approach asked me that when I felt that pain to mark it with a marker on my leg where exactly it was so that he could kind of pinpoint what was going on and where. And so sometimes you can do that and then take a picture so that you don't have to worry about that marker being on your leg forever. So, you know, you can do little things like that and then you can then start to get to know your body and how it acts and reacts. Um, and then sometimes you gotta just cut your losses and say, you know what, my prosthetist has done everything. I know he's given me my his all, and I am in a much better place. I'm walking, I'm active, I'm doing. Um, but if I can't put my leg on, or it doesn't fit on, or it hurts every time I put it on, and it's unbearable to even take a step, well then that's a different issue that you've gotta address. But your expectations can't be I'm an amputee and I'm gonna get back to normal. You won't get back to a, what you call a normal life because it's not your leg, you know? You're putting on an extra piece of equipment on your body and it's just, it's, it's just not gonna be the same as your regular leg. So, you know, I thought, you know, managing expectations, I'm in the right place to even talk about it because like I said, I expected to be skiing today and we're coming to the end of our trip, which is a bummer. And I am recording this a day late because yesterday we were hiking and by the time I was done hiking, I was beat. Um, so I'm sorry for the delay in my, um, my podcast this week, but I will tell you that having a chance to be flexible and fluid with what's going on in my life as an amputee and just in my daily life as a person, like I said, we aren't skiing, and we, we leave in like two days. There is some snow out there, but I also need to cut my losses and not say, well, I wish I was out there. Um, I also know that when there is very little space and all these people are coming out to ski right now, that I am a target for that person that's out of control coming down and it's probably pretty icy. Um, when, you only see, when you only see one little run right there and then you can go up and there's a little bit on the top because they put a lot more snow on the top and it'll stay overnight. Um, but that's not worth it to me because I don't need to get like hurt hurt like I don't need to break a wrist or hurt my other um, knee that would be bad that would be really bad but um, you know when you're doing things like this and you're managing your expectations you know really the, the ultimate goal is can you be flexible can you be fluid with the moment um, you know I, 
I would hate for you to be disappointed if someone asked me, I'm trying to decide if I should amputate or not. I would hate to have someone ask me that and be like, oh yeah, it's great, it's great. And they have no tolerance for pain and they get an infection or it goes wrong or they just can't find the right prosthetist and their life becomes miserable. So, you know, I don't try to give too much advice on which way to go with something like that, especially that big. That's a decision you have to make with your family and with and come to terms with yourself. Just know that, expect that there's gonna be problems. It's not normal. And you need to give and take with your prosthetist. And you, you can only do that through experience. I mean, that's all I can say is, I don't know anything but Randy, but I do know someone who is taking care of me. So maybe if I went to somebody else, maybe there would be something different. But I also know Randy well enough to know that he gives me his all. He's always been there for me. If I've ever needed anything, he's done it. He's gone the extra mile. He's done everything from making um, extra legs for me so I can enjoy surfing and being in the ocean with my kids to doing a magnificent job on decorating my leg the way I want. And I can be a pain in the butt with that because I have such specific tastes. So if you manage your expectations and you are able to really look into it and say, you know what, this is the best it's going to be. I've got to make the best of it. Then your positivity, which was another one of my podcasts, really does play into it. You know, you, you manage the expectation that nothing's going to be perfect, that there are going to be issues throughout. I mean, I know for the rest of my life there'll be issues. So when I have good weeks or good days or good moments, I love them and I embrace them and I enjoy them for all they're worth because in the next moment they could be gone. And I know this just from experience now and I'm telling you that through my experience I want to share with you that that's just kind of how it goes. It goes ups and downs. We've talked about that. Mountains and valleys, right? In, in everything about life, everybody's life, no matter who you are, no matter what walk of life you're in and what issues you have, we all deal with um, the ups and the downs. Things that don't go our way, things that are going great. And you know, when they grow great, they go great. And then they end up taking a turn and some bad things happen or unfortunate things happen. But we can't give up, right? We have to stay positive and ride the valley for what it is. It's a learning experience. It challenges us. It makes us grow. It hurts. It's painful in all ways can be painful, physically, emotionally, mentally. And then we rise up, you know, and that's what makes each one of us a better person is when we rise. You know, you can be knocked down, what they say, you're knocked down seven times, get up eight, you know, never ever give up. And when you do that, you're more up to find happiness and success, even amidst the pain, the problems, the valleys you go through. And that all goes back to then positivity and managing your expectations. Nothing is going to be perfect. Nobody's life is. Social media is a lie of epic proportions. You know, when people show you, even people you wish that you looked better, like that person or that person, you wish you had their lifestyle or their clothing or their looks or their hair or whatever, it's not always perfect. What they're showing you is their best. And if you did the same thing, you would realize how great a life you have. But we all see the nitty gritty of our own valleys. And those of us that choose to ride them out 
and um, and and live the best we can through them are going to be the survivors. They're going to be the ones that actually live a better life, a fuller life, a happier life. They will fulfill their dreams and their ambitions. And that's what I want for you. So if I can give you nuggets of information of what I have learned over these last three years, especially, but the last, you know, I don't know, seven or eight years of all this that I've been going through is being fluid, being flexible, paying attention to where things are a problem, but yet distracting yourself so it doesn't become a burden to you every waking moment, then you might actually find yourself in a better place and loving your life no matter what um, hand is dealt to you. You know, you can find joy, you can find uh, peace in any, um, any part of your life, no matter what you're going through. It, it's just a matter of how you decide to look at it. So as I'm talking, I'm realizing, I really hope you can all hear me. Um, I didn't realize how loud the music was here. <laughs> eh, they're just broadcasting it out to the skiers so they have something to do while they're sitting there waiting in line. But like I told you, this was gonna be a little bit of a shorter one. I'm freezing out here. I'm wearing a sweater, as you can see, but um, it's still cold. Um, it's not Phoenix weather, that's for sure. Um, however, I have to say, with all sincerity, it is actually really, really nice here. Um, it's been in the high 50, 51, which is cold for us Phoenicians, but is really, really nice up here in the mountains. Um, it has been blistery cold where we've been here in the negatives. So I'll take 50 uh, any day. So I hope you hear me. If not, enjoy the music and um, I will post this video on YouTube. And uh, so you can see, because I really want you to see Park City. So if you're just listening to my podcast, I do have a YouTube channel, um, Angie Huser, Be a Warrior 360. Um, and that's B-A, Warrior 360. So it's two letters, B-A. And um, you can actually see where I'm at. I'm kind of showing people around here. You can see a lot of this area. I'm actually at the, at the restaurant here that's not really open yet. And then you can see different angles. They have a nice Christmas tree out. Um, if I could say that there is a call to action today is, you know what, just, just practice being flexible. Um, practice being patient. Um, I know that's hard to explain as a call to action you know, I would, uh, you know, if you're dealing with pain, I would definitely make a journal of when that happens. Um, for example, the other day I realized, I don't know what it was. I was, I was making my son breakfast and getting his lunch ready for school. And I do that just with my crutches and my one leg. I don't put my leg on because I'm in my pajamas. I'm just doing it quick. It's six in the morning. And I noticed that I do all that, stand around, wait for him to get ready. He leaves at about seven, so I'm about an hour standing. And as you can imagine, fluid kind of gravitates to uh, the lower portion of my residual limb. And I was getting a little freaked out because all of a sudden it started getting to a point where I couldn't put my leg on properly, my prosthetic on properly and it was um, really uncomfortable and it hurt to walk in until I started pumping fluids out and I started going, well, duh, you're standing for an hour, an hour and a half, two hours before you put your leg on in the morning. And you know what? 
once I realized that, and I don't know why it took me so long, because I know the, the physics of that. I mean, I understand gravity, and I understand that the more I stand, the more fluids get down to the bottom of my residual limb. But for some reason, I wasn't connecting the dots. I guess I wasn't paying attention to myself. Um, and that's the call to action, is pay attention to those moments and try to, almost like a science project. I feel like a science project all the time. I'm like the walking science fair. Um, I realized that, let's see what happens if I get up about five minutes earlier and put my leg on and then go out and make breakfast. Well, one, it was so much easier to make breakfast and lunch without crutches, as you can imagine. Um, and the fear of falling or dropping food as I try to crutch through the kitchen holding food in my hand. But also, guess what? My leg fit better. It actually went on and it felt great. And I was like, oh, well, duh. So now I just get up and put my leg on. So my leg goes on at six in the morning and I don't take it off ever. Like, I don't even like to transfer it off to do something. Like if I'm in a shower, I'm a shower in the morning, I'm a shower late at night. And then it stays on all day until probably 11 o'clock at night. And I wear it nonstop. And you know, for me, that works. Even if I'm struggling or having pain, I readjust where I'm sitting or standing or what I'm doing. Um, sometimes for me, sitting is not comfortable. So sometimes I just decide it's better to stand, walk around and be active. And so I try not to sit a lot because if it presses on the wrong nerve in the back of my leg, it just doesn't feel good. Or I can shift the, the, the way it fits if I'm sitting on a hard chair. Um, and it doesn't want to give and it pushes my plastic up against me. So so call to action might be just paying attention and making a journal. Um, I use my notes on my phone and I just write like the date, the time. And that's important because again, if my leg wasn't fitting me at seven in the morning, I realized that oh, I was up at six and I was standing for an hour. Okay. Well, maybe that's why my leg's not fitting on those days. What happens when I put it on at six? Well, you know what? When I put it on at six, everything's great. So I usually use the date, the time, um, the problem that I'm feeling, and sometimes even temperature or weather. Um, I've heard a lot of amputees say that they don't do well when it's rainy. I have not experienced that myself. We do live in Phoenix, but we had a really rainy, rainy, rainy summer. And um, I, it was really a bad summer for me to check that because my leg was not well, and it was not fitting well. Um, and we had moved and I didn't have time to get to my prosthesis, so I just kind of sucked it up with the ill-fitting leg because I had lost some weight. So, you know, just keeping a journal um, might help you notice patterns um, on your, the way you feel, the way it fits, um, and what's going on in your life at that time. So just even little tiny notes each day, especially if you are going through a valley, a struggle, um, that might actually help you see a picture that you're not seeing day to day. But to look back and, and see what is going on might eliminate it in the future. So, you know, call to action, work on being fluid, work on patience and and, and meeting your prosthetist halfway or your doctor or whatever you're going for halfway and see if you, you'll know. I've talked to enough people to say you, your gut will tell you. You'll know if you're with a good person that's helping you and giving you your best. If you at all feel snubbed or if you feel like they shortchanged your appointment, they were running late, then they shortened your appointment and they were rushing out. There was no eye contact. There was no sincerity behind their words. It was very business oriented then maybe you need to look at going someplace else, is what I tell people. 
And if you have any inkling in your stomach, I know it's hard to change practitioners, but, but you gotta go with what your gut is. Like for me, my amputation is a lifetime, right? It's not gonna change, I will die this way. I better make sure that Randy is someone I can deal with day to day, that I'm honest with him, he's honest with me, we can work together because I can't hold on to a negative relationship for 50 years. I mean, I just can't. So you need to think of it that way too. But if he's giving your best and you're still not feeling 100%, then you need to start watching your expectations. Your expectations may be way too high and you need to bring them down a little bit. You might find that you'll be happier because you did. So just, just watch those expectations. I'm not saying have, don't have high expectations. I'm the last person that can preach that. My expectations when I get a ski on and ski is that I will never fall and that I will look like a rock star ski. You know, if I'm hiking, I want to look like a rock star. Like my leg doesn't hurt and I'm not wobbling. If I'm walking down the road or walking, I want to make it look seamless and perfect. So I get expectations and being too high. But when it comes to things like that, push yourself, yes. But when it comes to being upset because your leg never fits right and you're, you, know, you don't feel like your process is giving you enough, ask yourself, is it your process not giving you enough or are you expecting it to feel so perfect that you will never be satisfied? Yeah, because right now, of course it's not perfect. My leg being back where it was, the way it used to be without a knee problem, that would be perfect. And that will never happen again for me. So will I take 90% of perfect or 80% of perfect? Yes, I will. And I have learned those percentages after a couple of years of experience. So just know that, know that I'm rooting for you. Know that I'm wishing that I was out on the mountain, but thankful that I got to hike the mountain, which is a first for me um, to hike a ski mountain that we've skied. Uh, gosh, we must've skied this mountain nine, 10, 12 times maybe in our, our, future, our past. So I've always wanted to hike where I've skied. So that was a plus and I can say a first for me. So I'm really excited for that. I hope you guys have a wonderful um, holiday season. You'll be hearing more from me and I apologize for being late on this podcast, but being out with my family and doing that is what takes precedence because they are only young once and um, they're not as young as they used to be. So. Um, as always, I hope you have a wonderful week, rest of your week, and a, um, a blessed um, holiday season coming up, and we'll be talking soon. Take care.